This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's a Shasha story. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats on Pulse 95. Now you are about to meet an amazing woman who is a successful entrepreneur. She's a model, an actress, a jet broker. If you don't know what that is, you've got to listen out. She's a mum and so much more. Sincerely Ward's modelling career has taken her around the globe, gracing magazine billboard campaigns. She's even featured in blockbuster movies, including Spider-Man 3, Bad Boys 2, and Too Fast and Too Furious. Sincerely Ward is here, and she is going to be sharing her story of growing up in a family where both her parents were radio presenters and how she's building an international brand in the luxury air travel, fashion, health and wellness, and what she's passing on to her kids. It's a conversation you do not want to miss here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Talk about radio? It's Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, hello and welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats. Uh, now, you better buckle up your seatbelts because Sincerely Ward is in the studio with us. Welcome. Woohoo! Thank you for having me. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. <laughs> My goodness. You are no stranger to the UAE. You love coming out here. In fact, you used to live in Sharjah. I did. What? I did. I did. You know, actually, my ex-fiance, he played for the basketball team out here. Oh, my gosh. So Sharjah definitely has a special place in my heart. Um, one of my first abayas I purchased at the mall here, and it was just crafted so beautifully. And it just made me very obsessed with <laughs> the dress out here and the national dress. I love it so much. Right? Yeah. Uh, just Abayas are just next-level glamour, aren't they? They really are. I mean, because yeah. it's one of those things where, like, you know, you cannot, the focus is on your features, your beauty, like what emanates if you're not sitting here with the biggest hair and the color this and the that, you know, like what is your true essence? And I think an Abaya definitely displays that. Yeah, it yeah. does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. But you know what? Sincerely, uh, you're quite famous in the US, <laughs> but people might not know who you are okay. here. Yeah. So, I mean, you've had an incredible life so far. Thank you You've so done much. so many things and you're still very young. Um, mashallah. But mashallah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to say mashallah yes. for sure. Um, but I mean, you know, one of the things that you are, you're a model, of course, but you're also an actress. Yeah. Well, you know, I started out modeling um, and then naturally I progressed to acting. I, I was asked to participate in a couple of films that I never actually intentionally tried so it just kind of came my way and it all worked out um i was telling um your producer that one of my favorites was of course too fast too furious it's like one of the world's longest running franchises in movie history so how did that happen you know i actually auditioned to be um the the girl that draws the line and says on your mark get ready set go and so i was actually brought 
to John Singleton, who was the director of that film. This is the second one. This is the one that introduced Tyrese and every and Ludacris and everybody to the franchise. So he said, no, 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 we have to make her somebody's girlfriend. And he just created this character. He said, we're going to give her braids. We're going to do this. We're gonna do that. And I was just like, OK, I was so young. I was just grateful for the opportunity. And, you know, I was just supposed to be a cute face, you know, pass him his jacket and keep it moving. But <laughs> during um, one of the takes, uh, I, my, I ended up being the girlfriend of Michael Ely, gorgeous boy. Do you know who this boy is? He's mm-hmm. African-American, mm-hmm. blue eyes. Yes. He's so, <laughs> I got paid to be his girlfriend. Are you kidding me? So anyway, um, I, you know, I handed him, I took a pick out of his hair or something. And he said, ouch. And I was like, ah, my bad. And so the director caught that. And he said, hey, say that again. Camera's up, rolling. Now say this. <laughs> now say that. Do you think you're going to win? Now say that. And so, you know, basically it was a a, a moment where, I was asked to deliver and I was capable of that and they had to stop filming and come and give me a whole different contract and it's definitely one of the highlights of my life that I'll always remember yeah improv it just happened improv it just right happened. there yep. right there and then and you were ready I was you were ready. just like give it to me ready I was ready it was <laughs> I so much it. fun yeah what is it like hanging out with Ludacris and all the guys oh well, my he, gosh you know what I'll say you know Ludacris is such a humble person and such a good guy and I really appreciate you know there's a lot of different kind of celebrities out there that doesn't mean that they will all remain on that humble kind of level. So I really appreciate someone like a Ludacris who I've known him for years now. I used to do fashion shows at a nightclub with him. Like he used to be a radio presenter as well. Oh my god. We know him as Chris Lava Lava. Really? Yeah. That's how he started out. And um, you know, so to to see that he remains so humble through the years and, and still so giving and and always paying it forward with his foundation, the Ludacris Foundation, the things he does for children is amazing. And you know, it's one of those people you just you really really uh, want to aspire to be like you know yeah yeah but within all of that yeah but yeah. it is kind of cool because you know for his birthday last year and, and we share a similar birthdays uh he did rent a castle in paris and flew everyone <laughs> everyone flew out so you had a really um intimate mix of celebrities basketball players athletes um rappers singers um a lot of really cool people what? um yeah that's just just casually hanging out in a castle. Casually hanging out in a castle. Yeah. In Paris. Yeah, they did. It's all good. It's amazing. Unbelievable. Of course, Spider-Man 3 as well. Bad Uh Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. Yeah. What was that like? Bad Boys 2. Let me tell you. Do you know I ended up Because Bad Boys 3 is coming out, too. I know. I'm so excited to see. Um, That particular, that's a a personal kind of uh, moment for me. Um, it was that was directed by who directed he directs Transformers and why is it slipping my mind right now? But I was on set with Megan, uh, Megan Fox, and she was actually like well, you know we're standing in the crowd and and the director comes and he's like handpicking like who he wants to be obviously prominently featured and he comes next to me and I'm standing next to a beautiful woman like Megan Fox and he's like you you're my bartender so he made me the bartender and. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty racy scene. I'm not going to detail it, but you guys love cars. So I'm sure you see a car's Nuff power, said. action, all this stuff. Enough said, yeah. So it was a really, really good time and an experience to know that, you know, you could handpick by like this major director to do something. That's cool. That is an amazing moment. Yeah. Who do you, I mean, who do you love movies by? What are, what are the kind of movies that you really, really love? You know, my favorite movie? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, it's called The Devil's Double. And it is about uh, basically the Lede of like um, 
Uday Hussein. So the person that he picked to be his body double. Wow. But what I love is it's a period piece. I love period pieces. And this one is like, obviously displays the 90s. So the cars, the this, the that. And it's just such an incredible story. I never thought well, you'd say that. I, I know. I'm, so, I'm such a guy. <laughs> I'm really like a dude <laughs> in my mind. But I love action it's movies. It's interesting because it's kind of like historical. Exactly. You know, like th- there's like a, you know, a biopic kind uh-huh. of a thing going on there uh-huh. as well. Exactly. Oh so gosh. I love things like that based in truth, you know, and and again, I love period pieces. And also um, the lead guy is Cute. Yeah. <laughs> and and really it freaked me out because he was able to play well, I don't want to ruin it for people. No, no, no. No, no spoilers. I'm not gonna spoil it, but his acting is phenomenal and when you get to the end and figure out who plays who, it's really cool. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> now you made everybody want to watch it. You but should. you're okay. So you're actually you've got two parents who are radio hosts and coming up next yeah. after the break. Okay. We're gonna talk about that because it's a fascinating life. Well, this I will is an amazing talk story. As long as you let me run my mouth, Sally, <laughs> I will talk, honey. <laughs> it's in my blood. Let's get to that next. Larry Doc Elliott, yeah. the late great, yeah. is uh, Sincerely Ward's dad. Thank so we're going to be talking about him and your amazing mom, Rukhaya. All right, cool. Uh, that's coming up next <laughs> on Life Beats Amazing Stories here. Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. WJCC, this is Doc in Detroit. 626 rise and shine time. 26 degrees bouncing off your body. That's our temperature outside. Bundle up. Going to be dry, but a little chilly. This is the sound of Sade. It's called Bulletproof Soul. Hits with a bang from the CD Love Deluxe. On the Motor City's number one adult music station with Doc in the morning. Move the music till 10 o'clock. How you doing? This is Jazz 106 FM, WJZZ. WJZZ, good morning to you. 26 out. degrees out there, 6.35, rise and shine time. This is Who's that? You really just moved my heart right now. Oh, that is my daddy. Don't worry, you, you haven't tuned into the wrong radio station. <laughs> it is still Pulse 95, it is still Life Beats. But with us in the studio is Sincerely Ward, and that was your dad. That was my father. Rest yeah, his beautiful rest his soul. soul. He is gone now, but he was a legend yeah. in radio yeah. back in the US. Larry Doc Elliott, tell us his story. Wow. Well, my father. Hmm. I guess I'll begin at the beginning. Um, he grew up, and he just knew from a young age he wanted to do radio. So he packed his bags. He traveled and took himself to school at the age of about 17. Um, he ha- was taken under the wings of a guy named O.C. White, who was his mentor. And my dad ended up just um, breaking a lot of barriers and doing a lot. He won a lot of awards. He worked in a lot of the top markets. And he was legendary. And, and radio 
you know, this is, let's think about before television and before things, radio is like, you are the rock stars, okay? Uh, So my father, I mean, he was able to walk into, you know, we're familiar with Prince, the artist. (laughs) I just formerly know. (laughs) I mean, he's able to walk into, you know, Paisley Palace and walk into any of his shows. And these are things I didn't know about him until I learned, like, at his funeral or whatever. Like, he just, he had it going on like that. And um, he... One thing I, I, I am grateful for is my eclectic, long-reaching span and knowledge and love of all different kinds of music. Because uh, growing up, he was uh, on the, for me, he was on the jazz radio station. So I have a wonderful love of jazz and appreciation for that, and which transcends into other things, bossa nova, all other kind of genres that I probably wouldn't have been open-minded to if I only grew up listening to one sort of thing. So I am grateful to him for that. But he was just a great guy, and he was really great at connecting dots he was a people person he's a guy oh you, you're going to dubai well you need to hit my guy here and you know, he was just a very vibrant personality that did a lot for a lot of people and um you know he's missed he's missed and i'm really excited because uh the city where he stayed at the longest detroit michigan they're actually in the process of um, naming a street after him wow so it'll be next to like you know, all of the greats like James Brown and all these different, you know, prominent people that have streets named after him. So, yeah, that's my dad. And that's why I am able to articulate and enunciate most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like growing up with him? Was he like, now, sincerely, this is how you need to say it. And no, it wasn't like that. But it was really cool because he could do the movie voices like one taco, one French fry coming at you. Like he would say the silliest <laughs> things. So that was cool. But definitely in public. Public, I, there was a certain way I had to carry myself because he's a public figure. And um, also, it was really cool because, you know, I come, you know, to the station after school and he's interviewing Aaliyah. And I'm like, what? Oh, my god! You know, like Will Smith. Yeah, Will, I'm, Will Smith. He's hanging out Janet with Jackson. all of these people. Absolutely. So that was really, really cool being able to experience all of that. And who'd you get to meet? Oh, my. Because you were little at that time. I was little. I was little, but people met me and I met people. <laughs> uh, one of my my fondest memories, um, I believe, and God rest her soul, um, singer Phyllis Hyman. He was actually really close to her. Um, and so that was an honor to be able to meet her. Aaliyah, of course. Because in high school, I, th- I think I was in middle grade school. Exactly. I was super excited about right that Right at the one. time when, uh, uh, you know, we all loved Aaliyah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So many people. He hosted so many concerts. You know, Al Jarreau. I oh. mean, Shaw Day. I oh. mean, just really amazing people. That's just, it's phenomenal. It cool. it like cool. thinking about that, you yeah. know. But th- do you know what's interesting? What? In my research on, on him, uh-huh. um, you know, I came across stories from from other uh, radio presenters. Uh. Tony Scott, for example. Oh, yeah, Tony Scott. Who yeah, actually, Tony. who relays a story about your dad. And like his car broke down one time. Uh-huh. He sent someone to fix it yep. without telling him. Yep. He was just generous like that. Absolutely. He was an amazing man. Like, he was. you know, forget being a public figure and just so loved, you know, in the public eye, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are, mm-hmm. but you don't know what they're like behind the scenes. Exactly. He was actually even better. He was. Thank you, Sally. Thank you so much. He you know. was. He was really incredible. And I mean, he named me sincerely. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the thing with that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, come on. I need some kind of profound story to tell people. But I'm sincerely, I have a twin brother. His name is Larry, but it's Larry Jr. So he's named after my dad. So I get it. But it's kind of like, I'm in this alone. Amazing. <laughs> but your mom, Rakaya, Rakaya, is also, uh, this is 
This is so amazing <laughs> because she's not just um, a radio host. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, so she's like dance. Um, you know, trance music. Yeah. Like this is her thing. Yeah, she house house music. House music. I think um, she was influential in helping bridge a gap between jazz, house, and maybe gospel a little bit feel, which is sort of like I don't know what that may sound like to you, but I can compare Ray Charles' music early to that because that's something he did back in the day that was pretty taboo. He fused gospel music with modern pop music, and people. We're kind of against that, but yeah, the we, purists, yeah, kind of like don't innovate. Exactly, exactly. So my mom is kind of one of those uh, for the house music industry, I will say, and she's been doing that for a long time. She's for, still doing. She's it. still doing it every Saturday night. Yes, she that moves is, and grooves with Rakaya. That's just that's the name of her show. <laughs> I love it. That is just the greatest name. Yeah, but but that's incredible. You know their story. Uh huh. I mean, how'd she and get that's into how they that? Met. And that's how they met. Yeah, of being course. radio yeah. jockeys. Yeah, being well. Yeah, she was at the time. Was she a P, a program director of the station? I don't know, but she was on WCLK in in Atlanta. And she redid their whole musical catalog or something. I think this back in the day when they used to use like the cartridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I remember those days. I used to have to press the button, you know. Um, my dad's like, I'm going to the bathroom. Don't mess up the stop set. <laughs> okay, no pressure. Pressure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's how they met. And then uh, it was a... a, a a whirlwind romance and they were in it to win it honey wow yes that's incredible Uh that is amazing but your mom um lots of interesting facts about her as Uh well uh she dated james brown she did james brown (laughs) she what (laughs) she did james brown she did yep like does she have stories she has stories my mom has so many stories she has lots of stories my mom was a glamour queen um, and she, you know, got, people just loved her, you know, uh, and still do, of course. But she definitely dated James Brown, and she doesn't really elaborate that much to me. But my father, if he would get mad, he'd be like, I don't even know if you're my kids. You could be James Brown's kids. I'm like, what are you talking about? We look just <laughs> like you, sir. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, that is too funny. I love the fights. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's oh, all love, though. That's amazing. Yeah. But she's so... Uh, you know that you've got you're a twin, uh-huh. and twins run in her family too. Absolutely, my grandmother's a twin. Wow. I have twin cousins, Jade and Jana. Amazing. We're pretty blessed, and I actually have two younger twin brothers as well. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's incredible. Daniel and Jonathan. So, <laughs> and she's actually she's actually part um, uh, Native American as well. She is. She so is. So you've got this this whole mix going on in it's, your family. It's some interesting things going on, and I find that when I travel to Europe. Um, it's mainly kind of a little confusing for them because they're used to seeing maybe like a half cast, maybe like black, African, and, and maybe European. But when, to see what a Native American looks like kind of remixed in there, it's like, they're like, what are you? Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. there's some Trinidadian thrown in the mix, you know. Um, but, you know, it's, I'm proud Incredible. to be able to represent being an African-American woman traveling because you don't really see much of us doing that for yeah, some reason. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Unbelievable. We're going to continue the discussion with since there's okay. so much still. <laughs> We've got to talk about with you, girl. I'm uh, here for it. <laughs> we're going to talk about what you're doing in jet brokering. Okay. I don't know that a lot of people know what that is. <laughs> she's in fashion as well, health and, and well-being. We've got so much to talk about. Plus, she's a mom, an amazing yeah. mom too. Most important. So lots more coming up in our conversation with Sincerely Ward. That's coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse95.
95. Life Beats, Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yeah, coming back to Life Beats with Sincerely Ward, an amazing story. Uh, so much that we've covered already. Uh, but uh, Sincerely, she's not only a model, an actress, um, somebody with a, a fantastic story, a backstory, but an entrepreneur in um, in a hand in, in several different businesses. We won't go into too much detail about those businesses, but um, jet brokering is something that you do. <laughs> what is that? It is. Okay. Um, my day job is a jet broker. <laughs> so basically <laughs> buy, sell, you know, and manage aircraft, private okay. airplanes specifically. So basically chartering flights. Um, and it's really a very unique industry, I will admit, because of course I get asked a lot how did I get involved? Or people assume like I'm an air stewardess or something like that. No, you know, shade to them or anything. But um, no, I actually helped manage the aircraft. I got involved because I had a couple of celebrity friends that asked me, hey, we're coming in town. We want a jet. Do you know anybody? And I'm that girl. I, you know what? I know a guy, you know, <laughs> you know what? I think I do know someone. So I was able to hook them up with, um, at the time, the company's Universal Jet, U-Jet. And I just kept bringing them business to the point where, you know, th- they came to me and said, hey, would you like to work with us? Because you keep bringing us so much business. You know, why not? So, um. That's how I organically just got into it. And at this point in time, I was wanting to stray away from entertainment. I had moved to L.A. and I think I just kind of was, I don't want to say burnt out, but mm, I don't want to say jaded either. But it's just like everybody's trying to do that in L.A. And I was ready to move on to another phase of my life. And it just came at the right time. And so I threw myself into it and I really enjoyed it. And then Hollywood came calling again, asking me to do film, um, do more television shows. So I ended up ultimately... Um, moving back to Atlanta uh, and doing my first reality show, which was on the Bravo Network over in America, which is where the Housewives of Atlanta and Andy Cohen show and all that is there. Uh, It was called The New Atlanta. Wonderful experience. Figured a lot of things out with that. Um, But also during that time is when I was approached with, because I do, I did do jet brokering. um, uh, My now business partner, Candace is like, Hey, if you know anybody that might be interested in a, Uh, opportunity for a health and wellness spa you know let me know and I said the more I learned about it I was like I'm interested you know so I took my savings and I invested in a a really great it's a a holistic wellness spa where we do like colonics and we really we sell herbs and things like that because you hear a lot about holistic wellness now yeah what does that actually mean it means it means being treated from the earth, natural remedies that that are tried, tested, and true. Because if you think about it, it like say a uh, um, Panadol, right? Mm-hmm. Panadol has to get the ingredient to make aspirin from somewhere. Where do you think they get it from? The pygmy tribes in Africa and different tribes that create medicine from the earth. It's kind of like if you get sunburn, you know, to put aloe vera on your skin to soothe it. And, you know, like at, at the end of the day, everything comes back to the earth, right? So now Big Pharma has, of course, figured out how to you know, commercialize these things and make it a cash cow. And of course, they wouldn't want you to know the natural remedies and things that you can do to help yourself and prevent diseases that, you know, maybe sometimes they they would be encouraging because I don't know how it is. Well, I do know. Well, I don't know how it is because I don't know Arabic just yet. But in our commercials, 
you know, say you have a headache. To treat a headache, take this, but the side effects will be diarrhea, upset stomach, your heart might stop. Exactly. You know, just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's like the side effects are worse than the cure for whatever was going on in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, so, it feels good to sell people things that are good for them, for them, you know. And we have like a kind of, I guess, what would be considered um, uh, alternative treatments. So we do this thing. One of my favorites, oh, my personal favorites, is called Ionic Foot Bath Detox. So it, you basically put your feet in water and we have this ion kind of machine. You put one tablespoon of sea salt in there and it pulls all the toxins out of your body. Through your feet. So by the end of really? about 30 minutes, yeah, your the water has turned this, you know, whatever color it turns, we have like a chart uh, that'll tell you where it's coming from. So if it's like frothy and white on the top, that's pulling from your lymph nodes. If it's black specks, those are environmental metals, things you may be absorbing through your skin and you don't even know it, like through your shower water. And yeah, it's really, it's really interesting, you know? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing. What's your favorite kind of natural beauty treatment? Because you are like a mashallah queen of beauty. We have to keep saying mashallah on this show. So, um, like, what's your favorite thing? What What's something that you do weekly and or daily or whatever? You know what I like? I like chlorophyll. I drink chlorophyll and we sell it at our store too, but it's like, you know, it's a, I drink it. I mix it with water. It's, it's green. It has a little hint of like a mint, you know, nothing different from taking like a lemon mint. Yeah. So I, I, in what form does it come like a powder or something? Liquid, 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. chlorophyll. And another thing too, you know, what What does it do to you? It just, it, it cleanses your system. And you do that like daily? Um, I'll do it often. Maybe like every other day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I definitely utilize it. And do you feel like energized and stuff? I feel or? energized. It's kind of like the, the, the thought process behind photosynthesis and all the things that occur in a plant, you know, our bodies are cells just as well. And we need all those same kind of things. So and I also think it makes your skin really pretty. Um, but another, I will tell you guys, because you are listeners to Sally's show, I will give you a super duper beauty tip. Tell me. Collagen. Really? Collagen. Do you get injections no, or do you consume no. it? powder form. You consume it. Like, you can put it in your smoothies. You can put it in your yogurt. And it, collagen, it basically replenishes on a cellular level all of your cells. And you will stay looking young forever. That's your beauty tip. Collagen. collagen. Okay. Look it up. It's it. on Amazon. I don't know you guys Amazon out here. I mean, you know, if it makes us look like sincerely, oh. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Sally, you don't need any help. <laughs> You're so sweet. But honestly, you know what? At at this age, <laughs> we need all the help we can get yeah, right now. Yeah. But that's amazing. Beauty tips from Sincerely yes. Ward right now. Um, fashion is something you love I as love well. Um, yeah, but particularly as well, like fashion of, you know, the UAE and mm-hmm. Arabia. This is something that uh, you've kind of taken up as well. Why do you I love do. it so much? I love it so much because I think I discussed earlier, like when you wear an abaya, it's just this feeling of just regalness and royalty. And mm. I just feel like, you know, I don't have to you don't have to put your body on display to to have someone see your beauty, you know. And so I think that's important. And and I started a clothing line. I also want an excuse to keep coming back out here because it's so awesome. (laughs) So, you know, I'll go to the souk and I'll go and pick up the beautiful abayas there or the caftans that they have. And I'll take them back to 
America, and they love them over there, like for baby showers, for women of all sizes. I, I was going to say, yeah. like, what's the reaction like? They love it. It's like, can you bring me one? And that's how I got the idea in the first place. All of my friends are like, hey, that is so pretty. Can you bring me one? I'm like, yeah, I will. And then like five, and I'm like, this is heavy. My luggage is going to be overweight. <laughs> then that's when the light bulb went off. Aha, there is a need for this. Let me fulfill the need for the one that people want Beautiful. over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love said. all things steeped in culture and I love mixing it up as well. Prints, patterns. Fantastic. Yep. Oh, I love it. Amazing. We're going to continue uh, the conversation with Sincerely in just a, a sec, talking about motherhood as well, because uh, Sincerely is a mom of two. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about what that's like in her house, <laughs> what she teaches her kids as well. That's all coming up on Life Beats on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, we are talking life with uh, Sincerely Ward, all aspects of it, whether it's uh, acting, whether it is being an entrepreneur. Uh, now we're going to talk about being a mom with you, okay, Sincerely. Let's do it. Um, what is that like for you? Motherhood. I, I love motherhood. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I think lately I'm starting to get baby fever again <laughs> I don't know but I love being a mom and at this age my daughter's 14 so we have a really cool relationship where you know she knows as I explain it I'm not your homie but I am your friend you know <laughs> well however you define that <laughs> and um she definitely comes to me with her issues and just watching how children are growing up and, and navigating through technology it's important to me as a mother to teach her how to um, actually have a relationship, what it means to give direct eye contact with someone because they're so used to having relationships with their screens or their black mirrors, as I call it. Anything with, with technology, a television, a, a telephone, computer, laptop, and it's like they forget the art form of actual human interaction. Mm. So it's important to me to teach her how to be articulate and how to not lose that. And I think, uh, I think she's got it down pat. Yeah. yeah. What, what about, you know, in terms of social media? Social media. Social media was a tough one for me at first um, because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very protective and there's so many bad things in the world. And we're not like, you know, in Dubai, you guys are awesome. You can kind of limit what you people can see and things. But we have to know now at this point, I just have to instill with her good values to know right from wrong and what not to do. And if there is anything she has questions about, let me know. But my main concern, of course, is like weirdos and different things following her. So, you know, we've come to an understanding now where she hated because I used to monitor her page and post her pictures and say, this is appropriate, this isn't. And she's like, mom, none of my other friends do that. I'm like, well, I'm not your other friend's mom. But now I understand giving her that freedom. And plus it teaches me about her and gives me more insight to who she is as a developing young woman and uh, what, what she thinks is cool and is hip. And uh, so we've we found a happy medium with that because now that she realizes it doesn't feel she has to hide it from me, mm. now I I'm really in there, you know. So I have to definitely pick my battles sometimes. Yeah, you know, it can be tough because as a parent, you want to set boundaries. Yeah. You want to make sure that they understand that, you know, these boundaries are there for you to protect you. Right. Right. They but, don't want to hear that. But they Their don't. Friends hear aren't that. doing it. So why should they? <laughs> yeah, completely. So it, it can just be really hard. I can imagine. Yeah. You know, getting that through. There's a book that was really helpful to me. It's called Growing Up Social, and it does that exact thing, what I was telling you. It's written by about three child and teenage psychologists, and they elaborate and explain on how to instill different things in your children to not lose the the, the human connection, yeah. you know, and how to also navigate 
through social media because at the end of the day it's not going anywhere it's going to be here and that's just the life that they're growing up in you know i grew up where you knew where your squad was based off how many bikes are in the front yard right okay <laughs> and these people are like drop me your location or something i don't know it's just completely so, it's yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's just it, it's so much bigger um but i want to ask you sincerely yeah. about the most surprising thing that you found in parenthood the most surprising thing I found in parenthood is I'm going to say the beauty of I basically have like a, a best friend because, you know, my daughter, she's like my height. She's like my mini. She's your height she's, already. Yeah, we share clothes. She, wow. She just snapped on me like, did you take my two pair of jeans? Those are my <laughs> essentials. <laughs> And the gag is, I didn't even take her jeans, but like, why are you snapping on me about clothes? So that's pretty interesting. But, you know, I'm realizing that our growth and getting past like things like her thinking I'm like this typical parent, you got to hide things from your parents. You can't tell your parents things. You can't know. She was realizing she can come to me and that once we cross that threshold, it's such a beautiful thing. Like literally in my birthday card this year, she wrote a message. Thank you so much for growing with me this year. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but she's she's a different kind of child. She reads at a 11th grade level. You know, she's in the 9th grade now. She's been reading at 11th grade level since she was in the 6th grade. She's already fostering, you know, filtering through uh, scholarships. She wants to go study in Japan. She's, what does she, she want to do? She, what does she, she want to study? I don't know. I, she told me she wants to be, she's going to be a polyglot. So she's going to teach herself. She's already teaching herself Mandarin, Chinese, and Japanese. And she what? takes French in school. What's her name? Her name's Kennedy. Shout out to Kennedy. Shout out to Kennedy the Charlize. amazing Kennedy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's a cool kid. Yeah. She, and she marches to the beat of her own drum. And she's, like, a leader. But she's also a lover. She's, like, she'll, like, go get money from the from our piggy bank that she's not supposed to open to buy her <laughs> friend a bag of candy because they were sad about something. You know, Aww, she's, like, she's a amazing. sweetheart. Next she's, time. She's next eating time. the candy, too. <laughs> next time you gotta, you come on, you got to bring her with Oh, I got to bring her. She already told me, why are you bringing me to Dubai? I'm like, because you have to bring her. to school. Yeah. <laughs> We've run out of time, but uh, we could talk for hours. Sincerely. Pleasure, Sally. Absolutely Thank so amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much Don't for worry, today. Don't worry, I'll be back. <laughs> if you missed any part of the discussion with Sincerely or with Dr. Irshad or any of the other shows, they are going to be podcast on the Life Beats pages on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. That way, when the tracks drop, then you will know immediately. So you won't miss a thing. Uh, a fantastic show today. Uh, do join us again tomorrow as we will be celebrating the Prophet Muhammad's birthday. That's all coming up from 10 a.m. Yes, tomorrow on Life Beats. Keeping it local all day, every day.